Hi, I feel like today it's me, Alan Smith, where we supply stories about the day's prisons or not, and this would be Monday, September 6th. So, um, front page of the paper today is patient transport service hampered by permit change. So, um, basically, volunteer drivers are not allowed now to use disabled blue badges. So, a change in criteria has seen two volunteer groups that cater for frail hospital patients stripped of their disabled badge status. The Afford Car Transport Service and Car Aid Rainy um, transport disabled, elderly or infirm rural residents to medical appointments, usually at Aberdeen Royal Infirmary. Uh, for more than a decade, the volunteers' cars have been permitted to display the blue disabled badge, which helps them with parking spaces. So I'm assuming they can get right in a side of hospital. But now Aberdeenshire Council has informed the groups that they can no longer use the permits thanks to change in eligibility criteria um, by Transport Scotland. They were told that because their service provides transport only and not dedicated care, they are not able to be granted badges. Uh, the groups were told that any individual passenger who has a blue badge would be able to lend it to them for use while they were being ferried to hospital. Um, but that folk that are in the service, they, they pointed out that not everybody they help qualifies for the permit. So a bit of a um, standoff it seems, but um, it seems a shame if they're doing folk a good turn and then they can kind of get parked outside the hospital if somebody's a job walking or, or whatever. But um, hopefully they'll come up with some kind of solution, but um, they're very annoyed just now, I think it would be fair to say. Now, here's um, a story about the uh, health groups and they're wanting the government to uh, have more restrictions on cheap booze and junk food. So, thousands of lives could be saved if the Scottish government clamps down further on cheap booze and junk food uh, offers, it has been claimed. A group of 25 health charities and organisations say action is needed to rescue people from the country's biggest killers um, if their efforts were stalled by COVID-19. Chronic diseases such as heart disease, cancer and diabetes account for more than half of all annual deaths with around 40,000 every year. Um, new research has suggested greater controls from the government could prevent around one-fifth of these, so that's 8,000 folk could be saved. So, um, and just in case you're not very good at maths. Um, the group has listed six key points it wants the Scottish government to consider for the next year. Um, so... It says, back in 2018, Scotland came the first country to introduce the minimum pricing for booze. There's a big hoo-ha, and with, um, it says nothing. You couldn't sell it for less than 50p per unit of alcohol. And now this folks went to go up to 65p per unit of alcohol in line with inflation. Um, it says this could save twice as much of lives as the 50 pence initiative. Um, so, and they're wanting to ban multi-buy offers. Because um, it says that just encourages folk to buy more things like crisps and sweeties and stuff like that. If it's like can two for a pound or whatever it is, um, or two for something or whatever. But um, they're saying that it's all, like stuff that's not good for you, it's honest thing here. And um, I think they also need to ban, it says, um, e-cigarette advertising. Because it says like, they're, that's just encouraging folk to keep on smoking. Or, you know, they're still keeping folk addicted to nicotine and potentially attracting new, younger customers, so they're not winning that, obviously. So, they're all, um, on to the government just now to see if they can deal with it, but um, it looks like, uh, you know, they'll probably get their why, because um, I think Fitz Scotland did back in 2018 um, with the booze thing, 
Again, it's not been a big disaster. It's probably has helped a lot of folk to cut down on certain things. Um, and, you know, I'd be all for it. As long as it doesn't interfere with the price of tonics wafers, that's what I would say. Now, here's a story with us to um, strap and loons in Vergordon, I think they are. And um, there's Tom Stoltman, the uh, current world's strongest man, and his brother Luke. Um, and they were going to be going to the European um, Strongest Man competition. But um, Tom had to pull out after he um, got COVID. So he couldn't again. His wife got it and then um, she passed on to him. I think that's what he says. Uh, so his brother, Luke, he could do it and he won it. So, um, and it says, Luke, is known as the Highland Oak, um, claimed the title. So uh, Tom's due to compete in, at the European competition at Leeds this weekend, but um, he's now going to prepare for his bid for the Scottish crown whilst he isolates at home. Um, so Luke took the European crown over the weekend after beating former world's strongest man Oleksiy Novikov from Ukraine by one and a half points with a stunning 195 kilogram log press event win along the way. So there's a picture of them both in here and I'm not joking, they're just gigantic. They had arms like legs on them <laughs> and you would not want to mess with us too, I'm telling you. And I would think they just like throw tractor tires about for fun as to a um, but don't know, well done to Luke, he's now Europe's strongest man, but his brother is the world's strongest man, so they do, there'll be a good competition when it comes to Scotland's competition, but um, twa loons you would not miss a boot with. Now here's a story about um, an Inverness uh, woman, um, Jane Campbell, and she has fond memories of the written word. So um, According to Gandhi, bad handwriting should be regarded as a sign of an imperfect education. In light of this, Invernessian Jane Campbell, a former pupil of Central Primary, can congratulate herself on a perfect education as her handwriting not only won a national competition when she was 10, but remains unimpaired by the computer age to this day. So uh, Jane attended Central School from 1962 to 1969. In Primary 6, her teacher was the much-loved Miss Harriet McLennan, a stickler for handwriting perfection. In perfect silence, the class would practice the handwriting, abiding by a set of strict rules. The letter L was the tallest, with every other letter two-thirds of its size. Capitals had to be unembellished and not joined up. The dotting and crossing of I's and T's was only to be done once the word was complete. The title of your work had to be precisely underlined, and practice was always carried out in pencil, never in biro. So, um, anyway, they had to write a copy of a poem um, to enter this Brook Bond competition, and she won, and she got £100, um, and the school got £20, which, um, you know, back in that day, £100 was worth £1,700 uh, nowadays. So, um, she, she, she bought a bike with it, and then she uh, treated herself to, like, a, a school trip on the SS Uganda, and they get the uh, Tangier, uh, Portugal, um Gibraltar, places like that, and she said it was fantastic, but she says her mum would never afford it, but um, again, she actually just spent the rest of her money on, so uh, well done to her, and there's a picture of her writing in um, the paper, and it is absolutely immaculate, so, um, you know, fantastic memory to have, and a great thing to look back on it, that she won that, so I thought my education was pretty good, but obviously it was far from perfect, because my handwriting is like a a hen has run through a hillock of ink and just run about the page. I can normally come for it says myself if I read it back within five minutes, but 
if you took me back an extra detail, even I would be struggling. So that's uh, something I must improve on my handwriting. I'll make a note of that. I'll write it out a hundred times. Now, just finish up in sport as normal. So back page of the paper today is um, Gilmore calls on Scots to be more ruthless. So Scotland midfielder Billy Gilmore says his side must look to rack up back-to-back -back victories when they make a trip to Austria for the next World Cup qualifier in the morning. Uh, the Scots return to winning ways with a... Um, Big 1-0 triumph over Moldova at Hampton Park, which leaves them third in the qualifying group um, F. Steve Clark's men have the opportunity to build a four-point gap on fourth-placed Austria for our beaten 5-2 by Israel in the sides meet in Vienna. Um, and Gilmore is eager to keep his sides dream of reaching next year's final, finals in Qatar alive. And he said, we have to go there and win. Uh, we said last week we wanted to come here and win, and we've done that. Now it's straight on to Austria, and we need to make sure we get the three points. So... I 100% agree, um, Billy Gilmore, and um, you know, hopefully, if you get presented with another starter like you did at the weekend, you wanna miss it. But um, I'm sure they'll be a good account themselves tomorrow. So come on, Scotland. No, that's me done for the now. Just a wee supply stories of the day's paper on the sixth of September, and um, years fairly marching on. An absolutely lovely day up in Aberdeen show today. Um, very. Fine, fine and sunny and uh, very mild and apparently may have to come this week so fingers crossed uh, no doubt it would be like I just when I've come back from my holidays but well well uh, right thank you very much for listening to this podcast and if you liked it please tell a pal if you can and subscribe if you can and um, leave a review if you're able to or you think it's worth it and if um, you would like to visit uh, the Doric Express Instagram page you can do that and you can uh, like some of the pictures it's on there of my very lovely holidays. Um, so that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, cheers now. Toodaloo. Hope the constant